Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. May the ancestors hear our prayers. Ancestors, 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 we call out to you at the start of this new year and ask you to guide us to our courage, confidence, and compassion. Help us to remember to love ourselves unconditionally so we may share our love with others. Guide us to heal from the past, be open to the future, and embrace the present. Support us in taking the necessary risk to write a new narrative for ourselves and for our world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. And so it is. Well, hello, everyone. This is Jojo Pamaria and Saroma, your host and guide. And here we are. Again, New Year's greeting to everyone. And again, let us consciously celebrate that we have survived 2021. After a year of relentless grief and devastating loss, humanity is primed for a new narrative. 2022 is a double fire year, according to the elemental wisdom of the Dagra tribe of Burkina Faso, West Africa. And it's the year of the tiger, according to Chinese astrology. And according to one of my favorite astrologers, Astro Butterfly, and I quote, 2022 promises fairy tale like developments and unexpected twists and turns that will help us to connect with our life purpose. I thank you for joining me this month for my broadcast. And this is the second live one. I will have accompanying videos. But tonight I'm going to conclude my annual New Year's message with co-creating a new narrative. But first, just a reminder, if you are listening over the phone to this broadcast, I mean, if you're listening to this broadcast live over your computer, you can also listen over your phone at this number. It's area code 563 9993089 Again, I will be uploading um, the broadcast of both of my um, live broadcasts this month to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. And you can ask questions or share comments to my Facebook page, Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Community, which you're welcome to join. Also on my website, which is www.wisdomwalk2selfmastery.com. And if you're listening to this and watching it as a YouTube, of course, you can leave them in the comment section below. But right now, I ask and thank you for sitting or laying back and joining me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our souls and discover the true treasure of being human. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2021, what a year, and we are still reeling from it. I was reeling from it so much that I forgot, or maybe that was really spiritually on purpose, 
to shift up the elemental day of the week from Friday to Saturday. So last time I gave you information for the first two Fridays of uh, January, which was a water week and then a fire week, or it was fire week and then a water week. Anyway, it was good. It worked out. It worked out because we needed that balance of energy. But starting this week, I will now work with the official elemental day of the week for 2022, which is Saturday, the day upon which January the 1st fell or really flowed into this double fire year. And it's the first of three water months that we have in a year in the Western world. So I'm going to share with you the elemental wisdom for this past Saturday, the 15th, and then the two coming Saturdays, the 22nd and the 29th. So let's start with yesterday, Saturday, the 15th, because we walked into an Earth Week in this water month. And the opportunity here is about receiving support. Yes, yes. You are worthy. Embrace the power of self-love and honor the energetic of the earth element as you open yourself to receive what you need in order to be fulfilled, nurtured, appreciated, and loved. Be self-full. This is cosmic reciprocity for all that you have done to support others. You deserve it. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah, beautiful. So that's the energy we have this week. And now when next Saturday rolls around, the 22nd, the double fire, right, and the double fire year, double fire day, double fire year, we begin and combust into a fire week in this water month. And here's the opportunity. Be truthful with yourself and others. Call upon the ancestors to bring you clarity when you feel confused or conflicted. Live in self-referred consciousness, meaning trust intuition and honest feelings more than the opinions, advice, or judgments of others. Allow your inner authentic self to be in charge of your life versus the image of yourself that you project out into the world, what we also call your ego. As Mr. Rogers said, people can love you exactly the way you are. And then the final Saturday of January will be on the 29th, and we roll into a mineral week. And here's that opportunity. It's about connecting with the soul of others. What a great way to enter into this year. Yes, unity consciousness is what makes us human. Communicate at a deeper level. We have the ability for compassion, understanding, forgiveness, and fifth-dimensional relationships. A huge part of living on purpose is to be willing to transcend the shallow surface of what people present to you. See into their hearts and connect with their essence. In this way, you must be deep and simple with your own self and connected to your own soul. This is what the age of illumination, also called the age of Aquarius, is all about. Use the healing energy of mineral, stones, crystals, bones, and shells to illuminate your higher self and that of others. Yes. So we have this wonderful, wonderful elemental energy working for us in January. As it is, you know, we're still not out of the woods yet in terms of our plague, 
our pandemic that we are challenged with, and all of the challenges that come with that. So um, it really helps when we can think about the ways in which we can, we can take some very positive steps in how we are experiencing ourselves and our life. Now, also on Saturday, January 22nd, I want to remind you that it's our Earth Monthly Earth Day. Yes. As always, I invite you and encourage you to go to their website to see how you can, on an individual basis or maybe a collective basis, contribute to helping to make this Earth, this planet that we all call home, really, really support it in what it already does to keep us healthy, happy, safe, and fulfilled. The website is www.earthday.org. And they have campaigns where you can learn about the Global Earth Challenge. You can take simple acts of green. You can learn more about climate change and its impact. Um, they're also doing a campaign about climate literacy so that school children are learning about the importance of what they can do on an individual and collective basis for this situation we're in because I truly believe that together we can make this planet habitable for the seventh generation that comes after us. Ashe. Okay, moving into my overview for tonight, I am going to once again explain about the double fire year, what that means. Then I'm going to talk about co-creating a new narrative and explain that. Then I am going to mention about this full moon in Cancer, which is going to be happening on Monday, January, January the 17th, tomorrow night. And I will also leave you with a personal growth opportunity, a PGO. My opening quote for tonight is the same as I used for my previous live broadcast, which comes from my... Uh, teacher Melodoma Somme, Elder Melodoma Somme, who recently passed in December. And it comes from his book called The Healing Wisdom of Africa. And Melodoma said, So I became aware that the fire had burned something else in me instead of my flesh. The idea that fire does not have to burn hit my mind. And I became aware that I can choose what I want fire to consume inside of me. I also realized that this is a kind of functional fire I needed in my life, the fire that burns away all undesirable things that get attached to me in my life journey. Ashe, ashe. So double fire year again. Um, and just a reminder that we really are here, folks, um, and, and, and we are so connected to the evolutionary impulse of the universe. We're here to become the best version of ourselves as humans. Yes, that's the bottom line. And uh, also from Maladoma, share this quote also from his book, The Healing Wisdom of Africa. He says, we come into the world in order to bring into completion the very plan which as we are born into this side of reality became our reason for human life. In order to fulfill our purpose, we need the driving force of fire 
just as a vehicle needs fuel to reach its destination. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And fire is the first element in the diagram medicine wheel because it does that. It's this starting up energy, this animating energy. So becoming the best version of you in 2022, fire has both a destructive and a generative nature. It can burn, but it can also warm. And also it prepares the ground, the earth for new growth, a new narrative. So this year we will have enormous and plentiful opportunities to, first of all, burn away those things that are undesirable, as Melodoma mentions in his quote, these inappropriate things that can attach to us because either we don't know that they've attached or we don't believe we can get rid of them. Yeah. And so the energy of fire will help us to get rid of that, transform that. Now, we can be warmed by the ancestral fire. This is the other opportunity. And so that the ancestors that we are connected to are really ready, willing, and able to encourage and guide us to break free from their suffering and sorrows, yes, so that we may be not reliving their pain and their suffering to our detriment, yeah. Yeah, we do not need to be loyal to that. We need to be loyal to the dream they had that created us to live a better life, a happier life, a more fulfilling life, a more loving life. Yes. The other opportunity from our fire year, our double fire year, is about being true to ourselves and others. This is about it's time to walk your talk by living in that self-referred Consciousness, meaning, again, allowing your inner authentic self to be in charge of your life versus the image you project to the world, the ego. And so really this is a time where we will be supported, supported in being able to live our truth, to choose our truth, to speak our truth, to have our truth. Yeah, even more important. That's a delicious one. And then this double fire year definitely gives us the opportunity, the ground has been prepared or will be prepared for some of us. Some of us have been prepared. We're ready to plant these new seeds. Some of us, it's going to get ready during 2022. And this is for this new narrative, yes, and to be committed to honoring our higher purpose despite the opinions advice, the judgment of others, yeah, including the other uh, fear, pain body inside of us, yeah, yeah. So co-creating a new narrative, and what do I mean by that? Clearly, a new narrative is about our story, right, our story. And so I was inspired to talk to you about this from a video that was done by a Kenyan spiritual change influencer, who has a a YouTube site called Wake Up Africa, and she's called Dr. Mumbi. That's spelled M-U-M-B-I. I I will definitely leave the link to this video um, in my video as well as on my Facebook group page, Um, but you can definitely look her up, Dr. Mumbi. And in her video, she teaches about how right now, we are in between narratives as a human species, that we 
that which we no longer want and that which can no longer serve us and that which we find it hard to believe that we really can have. Yeah, yeah. So she encourages patience, faith, and the planting of seeds for your new experience of living, for the new narrative that we are being called and encouraged to write this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, 2021 was a water year that I was all about releasing, releasing the old narrative, the old stories, the old belief systems, the old paradigms. And now we are really being positioned and supported to write a new narrative. Now, it's essential that we understand that this is a co-creation, okay? We don't have to do this alone. When something is for you, the universe already has it laid out, see? In my belief and experiences, your God, the universe, the cosmos knows best and already has laid that path forward for you. The challenge is believing that you don't have to make it up, that you can co-create. And co-creation involves trust and surrender to a greater order and direction while committing to becoming the best version of yourself, which means you accept that i got to keep growing that this isn't enough, that there is something more, yeah. Um, and to do this, it's a process. It's a journey. You'll need to embark on an emotional, spiritual, and physical learning journey. Why? Because being the best, of best part of yourself, the best version of yourself, is not just an intellectual exercise, yeah your vision board, and your um, positive affirmations won't be enough, this. In the epilogue to her best-selling memoir, Becoming, Michelle Obama shares her deep understanding of what becoming the best version of you truly means. And I quote, she says, for me, becoming isn't about arriving somewhere or achieving a certain aim. I see it instead as forward motion, a means of evolving, a way to reach continuously toward a better self. It's all a process, steps along a path. Becoming requires equal parts, patience and rigor. Becoming is never giving up on the idea that there's more growing to be done. Yeah, and that's in the epilogue of our book, if you have that. I love, love that because it really, really nails it about this process that we have to go through. It's not an overnight success thing. You know, you might get success overnight, but that doesn't mean that you're really being the best version of yourself yet. That might be how to get there. Yeah. But it's a journey. And how do you know, right? How do you know when you're, when you're the best version of yourself? And I'll tell you, um, it really has to do with feeling your authentic power, feeling a new level of consciousness because you have shifted up and it feels good. You feel good. Life feels good. Despite whatever is going on. 
Another quote I want to throw at you is from Gary Zukav, who wrote Seed of the Soul. And his latest book is called The Universal Human, Creating Authentic Power and the New Consciousness. And here's what Gary says. He says, change in the macro occurs in the micro. The world is the macro. You are the micro. If you want to change the world, you need to change yourself. Creating authentic power changes more than you. It changes every collective in which you participate from the smallest to the largest. It changes your family, city, country, and your world. Yeah. So beautiful. So that's the power that we have, folks, you know. What we do matters. I tell you that all the time because it is totally, totally the truth. Yeah. So, again, the best version of ourselves is when we really feel good. We really feel in flow. And we're not, you know, inconsiderate of others because our being in a best version of ourselves is a benefit to others. It's a blessing to others. Yeah. But the piece of it is that I want you to really get is that it is a consciousness. It's a level of consciousness where you're not living in anxiety and doubt as a way of life. No. You're not living in fear. Fear of dying. Fear of not having enough. No. No. Uh, 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 uh. The best version of yourself is love, the loving of yourself. And what love really is, because it's the most powerful force in the universe. What does that mean? That means it's beyond our knowing. It's, it's, it's not rational. But when you're able to shift up and connect with that, it's nothing like it. It is so amazing. So, so, so very powerful. Yeah, powerful, powerful energy. And that's what we're moving to. That's what we're headed to. You know, we really are in a new age. We, we really moved, humanity has, and I'll be doing a special video about that before June, about more about the age of Aquarius, the age of illumination, give you some more understanding. But you know, there's even science behind this. But we really, as human beings, have stepped into a new level of consciousness. Now, not everybody goes at the same time, but there are many people who have been there for a decade or more, decades or more, and then more people are moving there. So this is really the evolutionary impulse of the universe. And here's where it is. Here's where we're going. We're going into being loving, experiencing ourselves as loving from the inside out. Think about this. Most of what we know about love is coming from our experiences as children. And it's all about what's going on outside of me. Okay? I know love if what? Somebody tells me they love me. Somebody gives me a birthday present. Somebody... Um, helps me out if somebody bullies me. Um, I, I know love from, um, you know, what goes on in my family, how my family relationships are, you know, uh, whether or not I look pretty 
or handsome, right? You know, so it's all this external stuff. That's our first experience of love. As we grow and develop, though, it's supposed to become an internal experience. Yeah, yeah. And so that means that you can't rely on anything outside of yourself to really experience love. That's why as you grow and develop, things change and shift. You lose things. You lose people. And, you know, the universe asks you, okay, are you still going to be here? Are you still going to do your work? Are you still going to learn how to love yourself? And you have to make a choice. You have to make a choice because it's beyond the physical. It's beyond the three dimensions. It's beyond the five senses. Yeah, it's much bigger than that. And you actually do go on a developmental journey to, to get to that. Again, like I said, it doesn't happen overnight. Children, in a sense, before they start unlearning it, really are born with that ability to just be in the love and to do loving things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something that we unlearn and then we have to relearn it again. Yeah. But again, we have to go on this journey. And so the co-creation, okay, co-creating a new narrative, a narrative that is rooted in, you know, the love. What, you know, the all sacred text, and definitely over 2,000 years ago, what Jesus Christ, the Yeshua, was really talking about. You know, when he talked about turning the other cheek, or they, they wrote that down, he talked about turning the other cheek, to really know what that means, it's not about I'm going to let somebody take advantage of me. No, it really means I'm going to be loving to this person that did something unloving to me. I'm going to experience myself staying in the love rather than in reaction to what that person said or did to me. That's a, that's a discipline, y'all, and it's something we do have to grow into. You know, because especially right now in this culture, we're so used to fighting back and, and, and yelling back and, you know, being in reaction to something that somebody says or does that we don't like or don't agree with. You know. The shift up is how do I remain loving? How do I do something loving despite how somebody is treating me or talking to me or thinking about me? Like LeBron Jean, um, I'm probably getting the name wrong, but I know there was a Jean in there uh, whose uh, brother was shot and killed by a female police officer who happened to be white. And at the end of the trial, as he's on the witness stand, he turns to the judge and he says, can I hug her? And there's that famous picture of him hugging the woman who killed his brother. So he got to a level of forgiveness. He got to experience himself being loving despite this horrible, tragic loss of his, this is what I'm talking about, folks. Okay, that's the best version of a human being right there. That's what that is, yeah. So forgiveness, compassion, um, understanding, non-judgment, uh, you know, tomorrow is Martin Luther King Day here in the United States, and everything that Martin stood for and talked about and walked about, you know, that's the best version of yourself. We need to create that new narrative. We need to get to that narrative to become that best version of ourselves. And so this practice of co-creation 
three parts to it that I want you to think about. The first is that it starts with learning to feel your emotions so you know the difference between what feels good and what doesn't feel good. You know, we've been so conditioned to accept and tolerate pain that we believe it's a normal state. Pain is just a messenger. It's supposed to come and go. It ain't supposed to stay in it. And that's physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain. Yeah. But in Western culture, we're so used to doing what, right? We're going to medicate it. We've gone sedated. A lot of times we ignore it. We turn it into a belief that, oh, that means I'm tough. That means I'm strong. It just means that you're good at shutting down your feelings. Yeah. So especially for those of us who came into life in a family that was dysfunctional and where, you know, pain was an everyday occurrence, whether it was physical, mental, emotional, uh, yeah, you have, to, you have to really relearn how to feel your emotions because the only way you survive in that kind of a household is you have to shut, you have to shut it down. It's shut it down. But the good news is you can learn how to feel. You can relearn how to feel. And that is essential if you are going to be able to co-create a new narrative. You've got to be able to discern between what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And truthfully, not what, you, not what your pain body and your ego done turned twisted around and said, oh, yeah, that feels good, you know. That sadomasochism stuff. Mm-mm, no, 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 I ain't going don't help. It doesn't help. We have to really be honest. We have to be honest. We have to be true if we're going to get to this new narrative. Yeah. You know that saying, and it was so popular in the 80s when the fitness, fitness craze takes over, like, no pain, no gain. Really? Really? I got to hurt myself in order to, to look good and feel good about myself? That sounds too good to me. No. Again, new narrative. We need a new narrative, definitely. So next, after learning how to feel your emotions rather than shutting them down or telling yourself that what really feels doesn't feel good does feel good, yes, moving out of that twisted up belief system, the next thing is to learn how to listen to your heart and to get support from your non-physical guides and teachers, your ancestors, your angels, and other loving entities because you can't trust your ego. Yeah. Got to listen to your heart. Learn to, learn to listen to your heart. Um, and, you know, doing that practice, it, it, again, it's something that just it takes time because, again, we're not used to it. We don't even pay attention to our heart. Why do you think that the number one killer even despite the fact that COVID is around, still up on the list after COVID is what? Heart disease, heart attack. And so from a psycho-emotional understanding, that is that that heart is not being tended to, not being listened to, not being taken care of. Again, this is how we get into co-creating a new narrative. And then last but not least, you must open to receiving the courage to actually take the necessary risk to living your heartfelt truth and experiencing the manifestations of your new narrative. So this means that after I learned the difference between what really feels good and what doesn't, 
um, you know, where I'm not unconsciously keeping myself in pain. Um, once I'm able to listen to my heart, like trust the guidance, trust what I'm really, really desiring, you know, not what somebody told me is supposed to work, but what I really care about. Watch the movie King Richard about Venus and Serena Williams' daddy because he was listening to his heart. He got it. Um, and then we have to be willing to take that risk. And I know this very personally um, in my journey to become Jojopa, um, what I had to unplug from, the matrix I had to unplug from, the who I thought I was that was the best version of myself. Uh, and it looked good. It, on the outside, it looked great. But on the inside, oh, my God, I was crazy as crazy can be. Anxiety, depression, chronic depression, didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. So shut down emotionally, like so shut down. It was pitiful, pitiful. And I couldn't even, you know, gauge what other people were feeling and, you know, because it was all about me. So it was very narcissistic in it as well. Yeah, it was not a good day, y'all. It was not a good day. So I had to take on all of that. I had to learn how to know the difference between what is painful, what is not, how to listen to my heart, slow down to do that. God, I, I, could, have, I could have easily had a heart attack when I was in my 30s, easily, easily. And then I had to unplug and I had to take the necessary risks to go out and learn what the best version of myself was, what it looked like, tasted like, sounded like, um, talked like, felt like, all of that. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah, yeah. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Trust me, anybody can do it. Now, before I give you a personal growth opportunity, because it will roll into that, I want to just mention about this full moon in Cancer tomorrow night. This full moon is quite a charged lunation, my favorite new word, yes. And this information I'm getting from a woman named Kelly um, Fox. And her website is astrology.tv, V like in vegetable. Yeah, she's really great. I'll leave the link, of course. Um, she says, to begin, it's happening on a Monday, which is the day of the week ruled by the moon. It's also in cancer, the only zodiac sign ruled by the moon. Lots of synchronicity there. Alignment. It will also be sitting exactly across from Pluto, which will be previously repressed, which means previously repressed emotions will be brought to the surface. So what are we talking about? What a way to welcome the first full moon of 2022. So allow yourself to have all the feels around this time. Important not to ignore or sedate your emotions. Nurture yourself versus negate yourself. Yeah. And I'll give more on the live stream that I'm going to do tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, which you can watch on YouTube or on my Facebook community page with the walk community. Yeah. So we got this full moon. So we want to use this energy to help us around this co-creation process, moving into that. So here's my contemplative exercise for you. Number one. What pain do you know is stuck in you right now? What pain do you know is stuck in you right now? If you're not clear, ask for clarity from your God and non-physical helpers. It can come 
through a conversation, a dream, or even a movie. Yeah. But intend for that. You need to know what that pain is, okay? You can know that. Number two, ask yourself, why are you staying in the old narrative that the pain represents? Yeah, such pain is coming from an old narrative. So, again, why are you staying in that old narrative? That's what you want to ask yourself. Number three, ask yourself, if you let go of the pain, transform it, what would you have to have, what would you have, what would you want to have show up in your life, right? So in other words, if you let the pain go, what's going to be able to show up? Yeah. Yeah. Put some good time into feeling that, thinking that. And then last but not least, use the full moon energy to support setting a powerful intention to have that pain transformed so you can begin to consciously embrace your new narrative. Yes, yes, yes. And again, I will put that in the description box of my YouTube video, and also I will post it on the Facebook community page, Wisdom Walk Community. My Sarah saying, which I used in the last previous broadcast, because it's so wonderful and delicious, so simple, so powerful, and Sarah says, Always expect a miracle every single day. I say, I say, I say. Well, I'm coming to the close here. And as always, I want to first shout out to my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and also to the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family. Happy New Year. And thank you, thank you for continuing to provide me with platform to do this important work. I also want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there and to all of those of you who have wisdom walked with me and you know who you are, and to my family on both coasts and in the middle of the country. I heard you all are having some some rough winter storms coming up, so know you're in my prayers. I also want to shout out to my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening in or watching for the first time. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't do this without you and your willingness to listen and to watch and at times to comment. Thank you. Now, this and the previous broadcast will be repeated on Sunday, January 23rd and 30th, respectfully. And I will upload their videos to my YouTube channel with the Walk to Self Mastery. My next live broadcast will be on Sunday, February the 6th. And it is my intention all year to continue focusing on becoming the best you in 2022 by spilling on It's All About the Love. So we'll see. But I went, yeah, February to be all about the love. Um, And speaking of becoming the best version of you, I was very graced to be able to um, be on the cover of Carmen Ray's Be Well magazine for women entrepreneurs and others, and uh, a great honor. And I did an article in there that is that, Becoming becoming the Best Version of You in 2022. So um, I'll leave that link, too, so that you can get it. It's an online magazine, but you can also order hard copies. Also, again, I will be live streaming and posting my 
Astrological Insights this month. I'll do one tomorrow, and then I'll do another one the following week because there's a lot of stuff, enough stuff that I didn't want to put it all together. So I'll do two more. The book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, through Kindle. And I am working on the audio version of it to get that up into audiobook and uh, also on other online sellers. It's still out there. What a blessing. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. So please have a healthy and safe earth, fire, and mineral weeks coming up. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.